0: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, all seven Rose in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Justin Fields has had enough with this coaching in Chicago. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. Matt Canada's ghost play caller. I'm going to run a jet sweep on fourth and eight. And with me as always is AJ. Is Puka Nakua the best there ever was? Mark
1: Yes.
0: Today we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from week two of the NFL season. Let
1: it In the 5th, the home team. Let's go 7 rounds. Let's go 7 rounds together. Let's go 7 rounds
0: forever.
1: And that's a song.
0: Today's episode of 7 Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Monday Night Football's Multicast. When you're watching the Monday Night Football game on one screen and the other one on the other screen, wouldn't you like them to overtake the one of the screens and make you watch... Two versions of the same game and the game you're trying to watch on a smaller screen, it almost reminds you of Aaron Judge's home run season when I mean, co- every college football game was interrupted by the Yankees. The good old days. That's that that's who brought this episode to you today, so there you
1: go. Furnished by Aaron Judge. Yep. Nice.
0: NFL week two rookie superlatives. QB rookie QB rundown. Um I'll let you run point on Bryce Young because I had the other two. Go yeah, on, AJ, how good was old Bryce?
1: Oh, he's killing it, old Bryce! We all got to watch him on a uh, Monday Night Football, and uh, what a show he uh, didn't put on! Um, <laughs> Twenty-two for thirty-three, one hundred fifty-three yards, touchdown. Uh, a couple carries had a good run there. Thirty-four yards there on go. the ground. <sighs> Bryce Young is uh isn't isn't fun to watch, Rob. He's not very fun to watch. This Panthers offense is not fun.
0: He's he's not only is he like not been very good, but you're right. He isn't fun either, because there there's a level to not being good but still being fun. Like last year, for example, Justin Fields wasn't the best, but he was super fun. Mm-hmm. This year, he's not fun or the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce Young, not the fun or the best. Um, their offense just seems so discombobulated.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this pretty uh, succinct here. Uh, first quarter. I don't know. There really wasn't much going on. Lots of short passing. Exciting. Second quarter, we had a couple highlight plays, if you can call them that. He almost had that interception on the on the third down, where Thielen made that unreal play, just yeah, going up. back to, to save it away. So, really, he should have had a, a pick in that, in that stat line. Um, one of his better throws of the night was that one where he was just rolling left, kind of just stopped, flipped his hips, and delivered. That was a nice throw. <laughs> Get excited. Then he had that one where he was getting chased from behind in the red zone, sacked, fumbled. So, Ugh, not not you know he makes it it felt like he'd make a good play but then like, it would never really get you know strung together third quarter yeah, yeah what would have been a strip sack by uh Brian Percy yeah. got wiped out by a defensive hold lucky um I don't know he got sacked by I think it was Nathan Shepard like one-handed which you kind of like
0: I like this could sign me <laughs>
1: You know, so Shepard was dominating Bryce Young and the whole time. I'm like, Shepard's dominating Bryce Young. Rob dominating uh, Bryce um, Shepard. You, you 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 should have been the first pick in the draft. Is what I'm trying well, to say. I mean,
0: I think did we all put too much faith in the Panthers' offensive line yes. clicking? Well, they looked good at late last year, and then even more faith in a receiving room that's like not interesting at all on paper, and yeah. relied way too heavily on. DJ Old Sharp being Thielen. what he was like three years ago, Adam Thielen being what he was five years ago, and Jonathan Mingo being good right
1: away. Yeah, I was gonna put, I was gonna talk about Mingo later, but yeah, definitely. DJ. I, I don't, I, I thought the offensive line wasn't bad week one, honestly. Uh, down the stretch, kind of struggled. I talked about that this week. They were worse. Uh, that that's a good Saints defense though. That that Saints defense looks legit. But like Young was sacked like four times, and like at least two of them were purely on him. Right? Uh, maybe the other two not so much, but. I don't know. And then, like, like, that late touchdown drive that, like, really meant nothing. He he showed some good stuff, right? And, like, had that one where it was a 3rd and 9, snapped it high, and then he just went up the gut for 26 yards. It was a really good play. Um, kind of, you know, had that one nice throw to Mingo on the sideline to get him down to the red zone. Then the touchdown pass was, you know, uh, nothing to get excited about. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just – the it, offense it has feel, been so blah.
0: Yeah, it feels like the, like the offense hasn't been very creative. He doesn't no. have very many playmakers around him. Like, there's no – a-tier playmaker on this offense. No. Um, and at the same time, like, he feels kind of like he doesn't trust what he's seeing. He's, like, slightly indecisive in, in in the in the way he's, like, holding onto the ball an extra yes. half second. You mentioned him taking sacks. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, it's hard when you don't have anyone to rely on. Yeah. It, it, like,
1: in his defense, no one is getting open. Like, really, no one's getting open nope. on that offense. And... Well, and like you mentioned, you pair the fact that these guys aren't getting open one-on-one. Okay, you know, you don't have that much talent there. You should have done more to address it, but you didn't. Fine. You got what you got. Let's get creative with the play calling. And They're not doing either, and you're leaving him out to try. I'm not saying he's, you know, he's been amazing, and it's everyone else letting him down because he hasn't yet, but it's going to be hard for him to look good in a couple of weeks when everything around him is not.
0: And it's also tough because I, he's, like, clearly, again, it's only been two weeks, but... In, in both week one and week two, he's clearly been the third best of the first round quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you're, are you ready to move on or? Yeah, we can move on. Um, I think like, for example, we're talking about the, the talent around Bryce Young, like CJ Stroud doesn't have like superstar talent around him, but the play calling's done a really good job on top of the fact CJ Stroud has been really, really good. um, of kind of hiding that and that's how you end up with nico collins going for a buck 46 robert really? woods 74 yards tank dell 72 yards um cj Stroud was
1: that's a three-headed buck. monster i just want to throw that out there
0: is. oh yeah big time um it's the Wiley vet the young rookie and, and the
1: the freak guy.
0: The, yeah sure, the freak <laughs> um yeah, Strab went thirty of forty-seven for three eighty-four, two scores, over eight yards per attempt, over sixty-three percent completion rate. Um, some of that, I mean, you could point to like the Colts took a really early lead. More on how Anthony Richard did that. Anthony Richardson did that in a second, um, but like, and I guess yeah, some of the the numbers were juiced up by fourth quarter garbage time. But like at the same time, seeing anything positive from a rookie quarterback in week two is always a good thing. And a guy who I mentioned last week, like, um, he looked quite good in his debut despite like everything around him looking terrible. And his numbers weren't like amazing against the Ravens, but they were competent, and then he took it up a level this week. And he he's just like Bobby Sloak's calling a really good game, getting the ball out of his hands quickly, lots of play action, lots of stuff over the middle where he's looked really good outside of the hash outside the hashes on like deep corners. He's been, his ball placement's been phenomenal. He, even when he goes under pressure, like it's the whole, oh, can he extend plays? Like, he's, no, he's not Patrick Mahomes out there, but he's not taking, like, bad sacks. And he got sacked six times because, honestly, I think on paper, it's the worst offensive line I've ever seen. Um, it's like, I can't believe Kendrick Green starting at left guard. Um, but he he, he's like not turtling he doesn't seem uh, like bothered by the rush he doesn't stare it down he gets the ball out efficiently uh he he spreads it around too like nico collins uh robert woods and tank Dell all caught at least six passes um and like the touchdown of nico like him and nico collins clearly have have built a repertoire or or a, a rapport if you will um, and Nico Collins has looked really good, and he's big, he's explosive, and he's athletic, and they're just getting the ball in his hands over the middle and letting him go to work. And um, I don't know. I've just been really impressed with how quickly he straggles the ball out of his hands, how decisive he is, and his ability to, to play within structure, but at the same time, when it does break down, like no panic, just so poised.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, that's maybe the most important element here with – with how that Texans offensive line is looking. And it, it's only going to get better here, right, from here on out when, uh, you know, Tunsil and company at least get exactly. healthy.
0: Like, they're they're without Laramie Tunsil, Kenyon Green. Um, obviously, Juice Struggs was a rookie, but, like, they're starting Jared Patterson uh, at center. And um, they didn't have a, a Green, what's his Titus name?
1: Howard.
0: Um, Titus Howard, yeah. Like, they're starting George Fant, Shaq Mason, Jared Patterson, <laughs> Kendrick Green, and Josh Jones. Only it's kinda of, it's
1: kinda of sick, obviously. line. Up. Yeah, it
0: is. But only Shaq Mason's a real starter in that lineup. They're, yeah. they're one injury away from Nick Broker starting at, at Rayguard. Which okay, that'd be, freaking It'd sick. Also be sick. Yeah, I love how they have like, you know,
1: household names on that group. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's sick. Um but no Stroud's been I think like elevating his he's I think to me he's been the best rookie quarterback through two weeks, like not the most exciting. That belongs to Anthony Richardson, but like he is lifting his team up the most. Um, yeah. Although Anthony Richardson was on pace to have a really really good game, obviously concussion protocol, but led the Colts to two scoring drives right off the bat. He punched two in. They were up fourteen nothing when he exited the game, and it kind of like the Texans were never in it after that. Um, he just went six of ten for fifty six, and then thirty five on the ground with two scores. To, to me again small sample size in this game because he got hurt i don't think they should play him against the ravens like what's the point really? yeah especially like coming off what we saw two ago through last year like playing a guy off the concussion just doesn't seem worth it especially when you're not contending um but shane, the way shane steichen has just morphed this offense around richardson and also gardner Minshew. Um, it's been just so fun. Like they're going full house backfields. They're taking advantage of his legs. It, it's opening stuff up for Zach Moss. Um, he, uh, he's like not making bad decisions at all. His, his accuracy on the short to intermediate is like so much better than it was at Florida. He, he navigates the pocket really well under fire. Um, kind of everything you, you were hoping to see with him. And again, small sample size this week, but like, his legs were electric in this game. Like his yeah. his uh, second TD, I think, was an eighteen yards run. It was just man, and they're like leaning into the QB run game. It's like the Eagles of the Midwest in, in Indianapolis. <laughs>
1: That's what people are going to start calling him. Like,
0: like, what Stokin did with Jalen Hurts, he is now doing with Anthony Richardson.
1: Yeah, I loved it. I I mean, just from, I didn't watch this game, uh, but having eyes on the old red zone. uh, Well, you have a Colts game soon. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah, this week when uh, Richardson's not going to (laughs) play. Yeah, I love that they got him involved, you know, with his legs immediately, you know. Um, And not to all wrap it back up, but I just feel like the the Panthers got to give Bryce Young, you know, like, just, just get him going with, like, plays that, He's comfortable running and just like, I don't know, man. I really need to see Carolina put something together this week. That's my takeaway. And I feel like I'll end up with their game again. Because I love, I love, uh, I love the pain.
0: They play the Seahawks, so
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry. I should say Bryce Young um, questionable this week. He popped up a injury practice. They don't know when it happened. It sounds like it's trending towards Andy Dalton starting. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, because I mean, CJ Straub was supposed to be questionable from the yeah. Colts, so then he threw for 384, baby. Yeah. He's already the best Ohio State quarterback in the NFL.
1: So we'll see. Um, yeah, he yeah, is. He is, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully, he breaks young plays. Um, be able to, Interesting. They probably have a better chance with Dalton this week, all, all, honestly, all things considered. Do they want to nice. win
0: games? They're about to have the number the number one and two pick.
1: <laughs> Good point.
0: Uh, who's your offense for the week?
1: Puka. It's Puka again. Wow, exciting! Honestly, Puka Nakua is like the most boring great rookie of all time. I think because um, it's 15 catches on 20 targets, which is insane. Obviously, the first player in NFL history with 100 uh, yards in his first two games, 10 catches as well. He went for 147 um, this week, 25 catches, the most in NFL history through two games of his career. Um, but like that being said, his his long was only like 20 yards, and like with catch and run, and I think. I think uh, just eyeing the, the catching chart and watching the game, I think, like, only two of his catches, maybe less, came from, uh, like, more than 10 yards downfield, like, air yards. Um, it's all underneath stuff, and it's working. Obviously, like, they <clears throat> they were really in this game with the Niners until uh, Kyron Williams had interception go off his hands, and the, the Niners went away, oh but my. I'm sorry. I love Kyron. I love Kyron. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's all underneath stuff, and he's doing it fantastically. He's moving the chains. He's reliable. Um, and most importantly, he's getting open. And I, I said last week where he looked pretty like vet. He looked like a vet running routes and it wasn't like anything fancy, but just, he's got good savvy and he's got a good feel for what the defense is doing. Um, what they're showing and like throwing in some route pacing, there, the throwing defenders off and he's making it look easy. And I think McVeigh and Stafford are just, are, are on fire right now. Off its line is looking really good. I'll touch on, uh, Steve Avila later. Um, and it's just all clicking. I know they didn't win, but hell, the, the, you know they went up against two potential playoff teams and a potential Super Bowl cont- uh, you know contender, and they they won the first one and only lost by ten. So it's looking great. And I, I look, I'm really looking forward to hopefully a healthy Cooper Cup coming back, which you never know, right? But it, potentially in two more weeks, three more weeks, I should say. And seeing what Puka Nakua's role looks like then. Is it just like you're... And, like, Tutu Outwell's playing great. This Rams offense is crazy right now. And I'm mean, excited to see when it's at full power. I don't... I, I'm, I'm going to touch on more Rams rookies. They're doing a really good job. But Puka is, um, has had a special start. But it's not like, you know... This is some wide receiver one alpha. In my opinion, at least. I mean... I, so, sorry, let me add quickly, too. We had two carries for four yards, and one of which was an end around that he picked up a first down. So they're like giving him the ball that way, too, and it's working as well. Not huge yardage, but it's he's, working.
0: He's their Cooper Cup replacement. So he is their exactly Cooper Cup. Cooper, Cooper yeah. Cup was in his office for the year season. It's, yeah. it like, a little bit boring. He's not. He's just, like, so trustworthy. Yeah. He's so good after the catch. He he actually leads the NFL in yak right now. Um, And it's maybe not as... Explosive and eye-popping is mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, but it—it's what works in the Sean McVay offense. Yep. It's kind of cool that a rookie is like stepped into. It's, that, is Coop, wait, is Cooper Cup expendable?
1: He might be. It's crazy how well Puka like that. I think that's the biggest credit is that immediately he's just perfectly fit in this offense. It's—it's it's pretty amazing.
0: And he leads all uh, NFL players in yak. <laughs> but the the rookie who's second in yak. Among rookies is Bijan Robinson, who is my offensive rookie of the week. Easy money pick. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen carries, a buck twenty-four, six and a half per pop, four catches, forty-eight yards, averaged two point four yards after contact against the Packers. Uh, I'm sure everybody at this point has seen the really cool like
1: sky King uh, thing.
0: Yeah, that thing. I like guess on his, one of his best runs against the Packers, which just like really highlights the fluidity in his motion and in the yeah. explosiveness. I think the thing that stood out the most isn't isn't necessarily the um, the explosiveness or the contact balance the physicality. It's his and and I remember you pointing this out when we had that conversation about like Saquon versus Bijan as prospect. It's his his patience and like his running tempo is he paces himself Mm -hmm. so well to set up his blocks. There was this one run, I can't even it went for like eight yards but it, it's the one that stood out the most to me um it was like an outside zone run and he was really stretching it and stretching it and then as his tight end made contact with the force player he stuck he stuck his foot in the ground and like shot up field off his ass and, and picked up eight when it like a worse running back probably gets like three yards on the play and it's just like things like that that's how you end up with 124 yards and it's like he had some chunk runs but it's not like he had like a 60 yard
1: touchdown yeah. or anything,
0: right? He's not the boomer bust type of runner that Saquon is. He's just such a consistent runner and he's just such a complete runner. It's the vision, it's the patience, it's the explosiveness, it's the contact balance. It's he's doing everything well and he catches the football really well. I I was just like blown away. It was the easiest I guess it what he finished with 100 and over 170 yards from scrimmage and it was like the most yeah. Like whoa, he's that many yards? Like, I know he just keeps popping off for seven, eight. And you look up and it's like, holy. Because he's just, like, that, like, subtly unstoppable. Yeah. That's kind of how I would describe him.
1: I think it was kind of the same at Texas, you know. And, like, uh, for a lot of great college running backs, it's kind of that way. Where, like, you know, like, I know, I know this game was close. But, you know, in college, the game, maybe not too close. And he's just getting chunk after chunk and not – Huge gains, and then all of a sudden it's like a 200-yard rushing performance, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I told you last week, Bijan just looks like Bijan. And I think that's the, the one of the biggest compliments you can give a rookie in his first and second career st- games that they look identical to they did in college and as dominant as they did in college. And yeah, he's special. I think he's going <laughs> to, he's probably already a top five running back in the league. Um, especially with, oh, I
0: don't think I don't think it's probably.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, e- regardless of the injuries, too, but especially because of the guys we we don't have playing right now, um, yeah. And he might finish as the best um, best running back in the league by the end of the year. Uh, gonna be hard for him not to win rookie of the year. I feel like right.
0: Yeah, I mean, right now it's him versus Puka Nakua, right?
1: Yeah, it is like legit. Yeah, I don't. I, the, I'm not knocking the quarterbacks at all yet, but I don't see them doing enough to. Beat Bijan.
0: Um, no, not to beat Bijan. In another year, I think so. But like, yeah, Bijan. Uh, I think one is he somehow like kind of almost exceeded expectations through two weeks. But also he walked into the season as the clear favorite. Yeah, and like everyone knows who he is. He's a top ten pick at running back. Yeah. yeah. Special.
1: Yeah, I wasn't. it wasn't as clear-cut as the two greatest rookies of all time in Puka and Bichon. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, another first-round pick who shouldn't have slid like he did. I'm going with Christian Gonzalez. I, I thought he was really impressive against the Dolphins on, uh, on Sunday Night Football, which I don't know why it was Sunday Night Football. Like, he gave up a, a little bit of action. I think, like, I don't know, 40 yards, three catches, four catches, whatever it was. But against that passing attack, you know, coming off uh, an amazing performance against the Chargers, I, th- I thought it was just a special performance from, from, or maybe not special, but a really, really good performance from Christian Gonzalez. Uh, also, like six tackles, looked pretty good there, and then topped off with that interception, which was just a fantastic play. It was almost like he was baiting to uh, tr- uh, tracked it so perfectly, high point, like high pointed it right in front of it was to Tyreek Hill. Was was just great. Um, and like I said, I think the league just letting him fall to, to 17 where he was my corner one um, Same. I looked better than the two corners taken above him uh, this week that's for sure and uh, yeah I just thought he was awesome and so I, perfect.
0: I was gonna put him here as well and then I was like um, it, it was kind of like a, a week where there's no like clear clear guy yeah uh, whereas we had Jalen Carter for me last week. Um, so I, I, I just put Gonzales for primetime star. And I'm, what, I'm with you, like, yeah. that type of just ready-made pro performance against that wide receiver core, that offense, like, he is, I feel like you're, you're feeling as good as possible about him right now if you're a Patriots fan, especially Absolutely. in that system. Um, so uh, I, I opted to go for a podcast favorite, and a guy who kind of just quietly is a day three rookie DB playing at, like, every snap for the Arizona Cardinals. Kytrell Clark was really good against the giants um allowed two catches on five targets 38 yards uh broke up two passes played damn near every snap 97 percent of them um he's just like a ready-made nfl nickel he's also feisty as hell and and, i mean the week before against the commanders like he's taking on logan thomas on run plays and, and and talking shit in his face um it's it's the route right recognition with him is i think really impressive and helps make up for that lack of size but on top of that is he just plays so much bigger than he is and his short area quickness um to to match in man coverage has been really impressive as well and i know it's the Giants, so it's like not the most terrifying group of receivers or anything but um he like he looks like he's just going to start for the next 10 years as an nfl nickel
1: yeah i mean that's a uh... That's just that's a fantastic pick. I mean, I think it's a guy we sh- we both said should have went earlier. But hey, great landing spot for him. I know that they blew that game big time. But but still, yeah, no, that's that's very promising to hear that he's looked that good the first two games.
0: They blew that game because of uh, another rookie that I'll mention in a bit. Um, who's your worst rookie?
1: Yeah, I uh, I'm piggybacking off of your worst rookie last week. I had the Jags this week. Uh, Anton Harrison uh, was struggling again, Rob. Um, I heard it was worse than what I had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a lot of one on one on Chris Jones in Chris Jones's welcome back game, and uh, Jones was absolutely abusing him. Like, they they left Harrison, like, yeah, it was giving me headaches. You know, close game, low scoring game, every third down and fourth down. They threw the ball, I think, 41 times in this game, by the way. Uh, they barely ran the ball, they left Harrison alone. On and Chris Jones was kicking out. Left him alone on Jones every third down. Like just, just bring a fucking tight end in to chip and give him some help. But no, it was bad. Um, it started right away too. First series, Jones cooked him on third down. Jones didn't get the sack, but forced, uh Lawrence up in the pocket, easy, easy work for the interior guys there. Whatever. It was a fourth and five. Chris Jones sack. <laughs> like it just later. That was also in the first uh, half. They're going for on fourth and five in the, into the Chiefs' territory. Like. It was just over and over again. I don't know how many sacks he actually allowed, but it was it was bad. And there was another one, I think, um third quarter. Uh third down alone on Chris Jones. Uh would have been a sack, beat beat Harrison clean. Lawrence just threw it right at Chris Jones, he batted it down. Um it was it was easy work. It was easy work. I thought when it wasn't Chris Jones he didn't look awful. And I thought run blocking was a little up and down there were some moments, but for a guy that you know you brought in because you need tackle help immediately, uh, rough start. But you know that's getting thrown into the fire against Christian. I think was always going to have a special game his first game back, right after you know watching his team take the L in the, in the home opener. Well, you know uh, with the, with a the banner coming down and everything. Um, so that's a tough assignment. I really I put this more on Doug Peterson and company. Chip with a tight end, man. Just chip with the tight end. But anyways, bad performance. Poor guy. Uh, he's my worst rookie.
0: Yeah, he, uh, he's off to a tough start because I, I do think, um, for the most part, one, there's been a bunch of rookies actually playing. I think yeah, th- this is, like, I thought I didn't see any amount of rookies playing, um, but among the first-round rookies, none of it, like, looked horrible.
1: No, and honestly, I think, I think overall, offensive linemen have been pretty good. I I, I wasn't going to bring, bring him up, but, but Zavala kind of fell back to earth a bit this week. And- yeah. But it's different. <laughs> that's different. That's a fourth round guy. A lot of the first and second round picks, and the, you know, day t- and third round picks, I think I've looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not really going to mention them, but I think Paris Johnson's been really good for the Cardinals. That's, that's good. Um, Darnell Wright not so great this week. Um, there you go. <laughs> but his teammate was worse, and that's my worst rookie. Tyreek Stevenson got eaten alive Ooh. by the Buccaneers. I mean, who wouldn't against Baker?
1: Look, that passing tackle looks good, right? The Tampa
0: Bay Buccaneers are like a little bit fun.
1: They are. They are fun. They, I can't they, believe he's it. they just kind
0: of letting it loose. Um Like yeah. yeah, Evans looks Warren's vintage. Yeah. Like and Mike Evans is like welcome to the NFL rookie to yeah. Tyreek Stevenson, who gave up five catches for 143 yards and on a touchdown. Um, when targeted, 153.3 rating. Uh, yeah, Mike Evans got him good. Uh, there was this one on on the touchdown he gave up to Evans. He was lined up uh, to Baker's left, so wide left. And I don't know, like Tyreek Stevenson just like froze mid-route and like for a half second and just gave up so uh, much spacing and it was just easy money touchdown. Like he looks a step slow and he's like a big physical corner right yeah. now playing him off. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Chicago anyway. And they have a new defensive coordinator. Well theoretically so i or, or i guess is yeah. gonna be the defensive coordinator i don't know but yeah not a great start for tyree stevenson like the uh floor is falling out in chicago
1: yeah um awful day and we still know all the exactly what's going on but yeah that that's that situation looks bad um ugh, fields fields how do fields look i heard really bad he had
0: like one like they were in the game right and he had um he had one drive that it, like, felt like, oh, okay, we're building some momentum, but then it was the, like, right after that was the Shaq Barrett thing. I don't know if you saw what happened there.
1: No, what was the Shaq Barrett Sha- thing?
0: Shaq Barrett, like, had a, they were, the, the, the drive following the drive in which just feels like good, like, just a horrific, like, pick six to Shaq oh, Barrett in the okay. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. They were just calling the same play over
1: and over. It was weird. Kill William's time. Um. Who's your primetime starter of?
0: I already mentioned it's Christian Gonzalez.
1: Yeah, that felt like an easy pick. He, he was really mine, but um, other than that, I, I didn't get to see Jalen Carter at week one, so I just gained in and watched Jalen Carter Thursday night. Uh, I mean, I didn't watch it Thursday night. I went to a dumb baseball game, but watching <laughs> watching it on Friday uh, was was really enjoyable. I know it wasn't as flashy as, as the first game, but it felt like the Vikings were like, constantly just rolling help towards him, which is... Uh, Crazy that they had to do that in his second career game. He's already so damn good. Uh, just moving like like we talked about, it, moving at a different speed. You know, looking. Quentin Williams esque to go ahead. The on, yeah.
0: the, T, the TFL. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. I can't remember. I think it was. Uh, was that Ezra Cleveland or what? Ed Ingram? I can't remember. what he right. Just like discarded them like nothing. And yeah. Like, it yeah, Alexander Madison. Yeah, and now
1: it it might be Dalton Reisner and Cam Akers on that play because, because Ricardo ruined him. So yeah, um, unreal, unreal. I just I just really enjoyed that. Yeah, Felt like no. I yeah.
0: I was just gonna say I I, if, I I think those were the two picks, but I thought like and it didn't show up in the stats. So if we had to play the back box score, I think Brian Mercy had a really good game.
1: He did. Yeah. No. Totally. And like I mentioned, he he would have had a strip sack, but. Uh, Got called back off the defense holding. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I, I didn't really talk, I wasn't gonna mention him, but yeah, he did look yeah. good. And he had a good preseason too. It looks like mm-hmm. he's paying dividends.
0: Um, underwhelming performance. I went with Jonathan Mingo here. Who, I, I put him needs
1: to step up.
0: Carolina's trying to use him. He played ninety eight percent of the snaps against the Saints. Yeah. Was targeted eight times, had that one bad drop. Yeah. Um, finished with three catches for 26 yards isn't really creating after the catch which is kind of like his calling card. Um they really needed him to be this explode, not to not exactly what DJ Moore was, but like they needed him to be like 60% of what DJ Moore was. Mm-hmm. Um and he is not that and Adam Thielen's like they're saving grace on offense.
1: As we said like there's no one getting open on that Panthers offense. Like you said, Thielen wasn't bad, but yeah, like you said, like they they drafted him to be explosive, and I feel felt like like they, they he didn't have a touch until the third quarter. I think it was like the first play um, where they hit him with a screen, just nothing doing. Like you said, had that awful drop that would have been a first down, and maybe he had some room to to maneuver to after that, which I think is kind of what Mango's kind of bread and butter was, and he doesn't look like he's you know trans transitioning to the NFL very well, and. Had that you know had that decent play at the end, but they really they really need him. Like Ray Young needs him so badly, and yeah, uh, that's a that's a clear pick. Um, my underwhelming performance. I feel like I'm gonna get I, mean, I feel like I'm gonna get booed for this one, Rob. Um, I'm not as enamored with Jameer Gibbs as I think everyone else has been. I I don't think he's been bad at all, but we we praised Bijan Robinson. And I know that's not a fair, a fair, quite fair comparison, but gives him four picks later. He should be in the realm, right? And to me this week, seven carries, 17 yards, seven catches, 39 yards. Okay. Like seven catches. That's nice. Right. Um, Had, had a really nice text run on third down free money. I think they could keep going to that all day, you know, easy, but he got tackled right on that play. And to me, that's kind of what it was. It was not breaking first contact, um, not being explosive. Like he can be. Um, and the real big letdown was he had another one. A great route. Toes of the defender, and wide open, big situation, and just dropped it. Straight up just dropped it. Would have been a huge play. Um, could have changed the game if he, like with the space he had after that too. Just awful. And I thought, like, other than that, his hands looked pretty good. Like, he had hit a couple catches, like, above his head and stuff. But purely as a runner, it hasn't looked that good. Um, Witherspoon got a 1-on-1 uh, at one point, in, like, early in the game. And it's just, I feel like he's not... Creating and last week he looked good, but I just felt like they weren't giving the ball a lot. But fourteen touches didn't make the most of them. Obviously, they they could have used it. They lost in overtime. It was a good game, but with uh with David Montgomery going to miss some time apparently, um, a couple weeks at least. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see like if his role evolves because I'm not sure it's going to. I feel like the, the Lions are probably comfortable just rolling in Craig Reynolds or <laughs> or whomever and just letting them run. But it, it's going to be really interesting going forward. And I just thought it was not a – it felt like he, he could have been anyone making those plays on the field, yeah.
0: Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll transition to a different running back then. Uh, and maybe this is why you don't take them in the first round unless they're special special. Um, my looks like a hit is Tajay Spears of the Tennessee Titans favorite of our podcast. Yeah. Um, third round pick out of Tulane, who didn't play too much in week one, uh, but really was spelling Derrick Henry in this one against the Chargers. Love and, that. And Derek Henry that. And Derrick Henry was not looking, like, great. Um, I think he averaged, like, three yards a carry. But uh, Spears, eight carries, 49 yards, and, and added two catches for six yards. But it was, like, the the light, or the, what is it? which one's the? The lightning? The lightning. Lightning and cutter, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Both of them seem explosive and strong to me, but hey, uh, I've never been hit by lightning. Um, Tajay Spears, just like it felt like he was consistently breaking first contact and picking up, instead of a run for no gain, it'd be like four yards because he'd slip a, a slip tackler or they pitch it to him wide and he would just stick his foot in the ground and fly up field. um he also runs so low to the ground and his change of direction ability it was just like yeah. freaking popping i thought he was incredible
1: i love to hear that so much because like when they took him i was like i was really afraid of like they've taken a couple other backs to be henry's backup and it hasn't worked and i was like oh, we love spears so much i'm worried and then week one like you said it wasn't wasn't too much going on but um and then like the knee stuff too but i, I love i love to hear that I uh, I hope they they work him in more and like to me like the fresher you got Henry in the fourth quarter the the more explosive and you know powerful he's gonna be right so yeah that's cool and won the game too so that's that's promising uh, for me I, I mentioned my guy earlier uh, looks like a hit I'm going go with Steve Avila I'm going go with Steve Avila 34 on my board went 36 he has been exactly what the Rams have needed I know they have Puka and they have Stafford back. And McVay, who I thought, like, was just going to be done coaching, um, is, is back in his bag, baby. But, no, I thought Avila and, the, honestly, the Rams' office line as a unit, it looked really good. The only sack to get up to that formidable, you know, top-end front uh, for the Niners was uh, Fred Warner on a blitz. I think only one other TFL. Um, and they were getting movement for uh, another one of the Rams' bunch, baby. Kyron Williams in the run game was creating a lot. Looks really good. I thought just him alone, to. Was looked really good. Um, working second level, working out in space in the run. They were kind of like th- th- he was pretty pretty much like n- I don't want to use the term on an island because he's not a tackle, but you know wasn't getting help too much in the in the in pass pro and he was looking good. I think just he's he looks rock solid and he's exactly what the Rams have. Uh, I, I has, I've hoped to get. I think he's been great.
0: Uh, bigger hit for me than you. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> looks like a miss. And, and I'm doing it in the way that maybe I should have been higher on this guy. Jalen Hyatt for the Giants, who, in that comeback against the Cardinals, when they couldn't get anything going, in the second half, they just threw two two bombs to him. He only played 14 snaps. He finished with two catches on two targets for 89 yards, both over the top. Um, the Giants receivers aren't very exciting. They all have similar-ish skill sets, but Jalen Hyatt's got that deep burner speed that can stretch the field and unlock something and hopefully clear stuff up underneath for for those more yakky players. Mm -hmm. Um, And him kind of being that field stretcher really helped uh, provide some explosiveness to this Giants offense that was just lacking it uh, in the passing game, at least.
1: Yeah, and they're they're probably going to like it in the running game with Saquon going down, too. Like, yeah, that's huge. I'm going with another rookie pass catcher and same spin. Um, I was too low on uh, Sam Laporta, who I, I, has been the best rookie tight end uh, by far. I think uh, through two weeks at least. Like I, I like Laporta coming out. Like don't get me wrong, but like <laughs> I had like a third round on him. I had Luke Schoomaker just above him. The Lions took him thirty fourth, second tight end off the board, and it, they've looked damn smart. He's been great. Uh, five catches, sixty three yards against the Seahawks. Had a couple like really highlight plays, like not not big time plays, but he won catch in traffic where like. There was a defender all over him. I have, like, no idea how the ball even got in. I thought it was a PBU. And brought it in and then rumbled a bit for the first down after that. Had another one that were like, I think they had him lined up in the slot. Looked, like, just a comeback route, but, like, looked so fluid. Just just hitting that route perfect. Caught the ball. Another two guys on him right after. Broke through both. Got to the first down. uh, Got them down to the goal line, too. Um, I thought just really impressive in the the passing game. And then in the run, he's still looking really strong. He had one hiccup. That was a big play where uh, Uchenna Nwosu kind of jacked him back and like shot across his fit, uh, shot across and kind of um, forced a fumble on David Montgomery. But other than that, I thought really consistent. And had made up for it by like just absolute pancaking. I forget who it was uh, on the goal line on the David Montgomery touchdown, just followed him right up, just right off his hip touchdown. And I think has looked really fantastic. And I think. I don't know. It was a little surprising when he was the second tight end off the board, right? When a really good tight yeah. end group. And the, the I don't know. Like, I haven't mentioned Kincaid yet. I think he's looked okay. You know, you've had Musgrave. He's flashed. Um, like, the, the, it was a good tight end class, right? And I think LaForte has been the best through two games. And, um, yeah, he's looked really impressive. And at a position... That usually takes longer to come on in the NFL. He looks immediate. He's immediately the, the second best pass catcher on this uh, Lions uh, offense. Sorry, third after Josh Reynolds. But
0: thank but. you. Um, no, but it is cool that like Ben Johnson is yeah. getting creative and feeling comfortable, like uh, featuring
1: him. Yeah, it's great. It's a lot of fun.
0: Um, my needs to step it up. I put two first round picks. Uh, the first is pretty. E- Low-hanging fruit, and that's Quentin Johnston, who yeah. was like fairly irrelevant against the Titans. He had a, a seven-yard catch early on, and then they tried throwing a a fade to him in the end zone, where I thought he should have had it. And it was like a fifty-fifty ball, classic Quentin Johnston. He couldn't finish you it. Saw that, yeah, um, yeah I thought he should have. Like, I think that's theoretically why he's there, and mm-hmm. that's also something he's not like great at. Um, and then like just didn't play otherwise. Like Josh Palmer is playing over him. Um, And the other one I went with is, uh, this might be a little more, like, eyebrow-raising. Emmanuel Forbes is kind of getting overhyped a little bit. Um, He's got ball production, and he had a pick, and the pick, Russell Wilson threw it right to him. Um, He also gave up 81 yards, or maybe even more, uh, Marvin Mims over the top, hurting him. I got called an illegal use of hands. Um, And, like... He's very feast or famine, which is what he was like at Mississippi State, and it's it's been that one. He hasn't been bad. I just think like people are like talking about him for defense or Rookie rookie the year, and I just I like holy moly, just because the ball production. and things. very Trevon Diggs.
1: Yeah, that's probably a good comp. Yeah, other than this, like you know the the build. Um, just commanders fans are excited. Just let them have it. Come on, man, two and zero baby. That's our guy, the owner. Um, <laughs> what do you got. I had, I had Mango. I had Mango as the clear, and he's just yeah. stepping up in that offense. We talked a lot about him.
0: Um, My not ready to play is Henry Toa Toa, the Texans linebacker, who uh, started against the Colts. Um, seven tackles, but they were picking on him in coverage a little bit. Uh, Give up five catches on five targets. He missed a tackle. He just, like, doesn't. Feel like he should be playing on passing downs right now. He looked good yeah. blitzing though. They blitzed the hell of him. That's a cool. Pressures.
1: That's that's pretty fun. But yeah, I yeah. think I think we could have told you that. You probably shouldn't have him too much in coverage early in his career. But yeah, am um, I not ready to play? I'm going with the top pick, and I think not ready to play is strong. But coming off the injury, Devin Witherspoon was kind of up and down for the Seahawks. Uh, obviously, first game back hasn't really. He missed like a month of practice. Um, so hard to ask, and uh, you know, coming back against the the mighty Detroit Lions, like I mentioned, had that nice tackle one on one on Gibbs early. Had a great PBU on a fourth down on Sam Laporta, where Goff kind of could have hit him earlier. Was kind of in that trail and flashed across the face and broke it up. Great play, um, but <laughs> after that, kind of like he had a, he had a bad pass interference. It felt like they're kind of going after him more, um, and then the the big one where he just bit. Really hard on the flea flicker, and uh, Raymond just blew by him touchdown. I I thought for a second, being my you know my Homer in my heart, where I thought he nearly was going to have the makeup speed to get there, almost did, but not quite enough. It was still like two steps back. But yeah, just just up and down, some promise there. They went after him quite a bit, like you know what I said. But like I'm not worried overall. Like he's coming back from injury. It's his first career game. Um, played outside, I think the whole time too with with a. Um, and going down in the game, too, and it's, and and by the way, he was practicing at, like, nickel mainly, it sounded like, all summer. Um, so, it's just a welcome to the NFL kind of moment for him after coming off injury. So, I think it's just, like, wasn't quite ready because of all those to mixed in. And uh, I'm not worried yet. I'm not worried yet, though. off.
0: glad to hear it. Thank um, you. Two quick best day three rookies for me, uh, Colts tight end Will Mallory. Who yeah. Had, who had a nice uh, little first. Down catch over the middle and then big explosive play against the Texans, and then unlike Quentin Johnson, Darius Davis is having an impact for the Chargers. Um, they give him a, a end around for ten yard gain, twenty four yard kick return. But he's he's doing his most damage on punt return where he's just like consistently picking up ten yards um, against the Titans.
1: Perfect segue because uh, my best day three rookie is Charlie Jones, who had an eighty one yard punt return touchdown, looking like. Uh, Iowa, Charlie Jones, baby. Um, yeah, just a great punt return. Kind of like uh, caught the ball, had the seam, split a couple guys, and he was gone. Wasn't too flashy. It was what he needed to do. And the Bengals <laughs> Bengals uh, got to take the offense where they can get it, right? Or the points, at least. Um, that's a really promising start for Charlie Jones. Excited to see. I don't think they're going to get the ball in his hands on offense. Hopefully they do. But just continuing as a punt returner be a, uh, hopefully easy. Him and Darius Davis for rookie punt return, man, is going to be a hell of a battle is what I'm trying to say, Rob.
0: Love to hear it. Uh, best UDFA rookie, uh, I, I, I had to go with Ivan Pace, who had a half sack early against the Eagles, had a pressure, just kind of all over against the run. I, Ivan Pace oh, is my like, only guy, too, yeah. The, yeah, the Eagles bludgeoned the Vikings to death with the yes. run game, but I, Ivan Pace plays a lot, and it's fun.
1: Yes, I t- totally agree. That was my guy as well. Um said it last week, should have been drafted, and it's – I think, like – I don't know if he was my top UDFA guy on my board, too, after the draft, but it was up there, and I think you see why.
0: Um, Rookie suit flash. I'll give you five wide receivers.
1: (laughs) Okay, nice.
0: Jaden Reed, who the Packers are clearly getting creative with, and and he scored two touchdowns (laughs) against the Falcons. Um, He ran a call-up 2.0. Josh Downs, who's just the chain-moving machine for the Colts, 37 yards on four catches, but three of them for first downs.
1: He's exactly uh, what they Mim- needed to start intro. Exactly.
0: Team. Marvin Mims, who I mentioned, was taking the top off the commander's defense, had 113 yards and a score on two catches. They also used him uh, in the jet sweep game, had 10 yards. Uh, Michael Wilson looked pretty good against the Giants, too, as a big um, chain-mover, 3 catches, 56. And then Tank Dell, 10 targets, seven catches, 72 yards, and a score. <laughs>
1: You had a lot of wide receivers there that on lesser weeks or without Bijan could have been off the of the week. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a good group. That's a good group. I'll give you two receivers. Uh, First, our guy, Zay Flowers, who wasn't as um, flashy this week. Four catches, 62 yards. uh, Had a six-yard carry, too. One highlight play, though, 52-yard deep catch. It was a hell of a throw from Lamar, but just, uh, you know, hit. hit, it was a deep uh, post, kind of hit that DB with, like, the outside stutter. Just opened him up, got the inside there, and, like, The safety on the backside just didn't have the speed to make it up. Uh, But, like, it was a contested catch at the point and just made a great uh, grab. It just was classic Zay Flowers. Like, that's what he was drafted to do. And when we call him Hollywood Brown Plus, those are the plays that Hollywood leave on the field that Zay isn't. Next, more much more under the radar, but Trey Tucker had a couple plays. Um, I think it was like right off the bat in the against the Bills. Uh, he he it's just a huge gain on an end around, letting him use that speed, thirty four yards, set up a touchdown on the next play. Um, he, so like a thirty four yard one touch. And uh, he finishes the Raiders leading rusher. So <laughs> take 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 from that what you will. Uh, and also though wasn't just that nearly had like this awesome deep sideline grab like in traffic just high pointing it. Just couldn't get the second foot down in bounds. Kind of excited to see if they can get him involved more because he, he was flashing. He was flashing. Uh, quickly a couple more guys. Two more Rams. Byron Young had another good game. A sack. Three more three more pressures. And Kobe Turner had another good game pressure, a couple of tackles uh, very promising, I, I don't know, the Rams are kind of, I hate the Rams, but they're kind of likable this year and uh, M- the Michigan report, Rob, Luke scoomaker one catch one yard, one touchdown, baby and Jake Moody went 3 for 3, 57 yards uh, banged it in, so hits, wow. baby
0: um, My out of nowhere Rook, another receiver, Tavian Wicks for the Packers Yeah. great yak play for a touchdown against the Falcons um, the Packers now just hit on all receivers that Aaron Rodgers yep. is gone
1: <laughs> I had to double check to see who that was. I'm like, damn it, Wakes out here making plays. It was sick. Uh, my out of nowhere rookie. He's not out of nowhere, but I just needed to talk about him. Uh, Deuce Vaughn was getting involved late in that uh, Cowboys game, baby. Th- he had three carries for 16 yards and three catches for 16 yards. Uh, looked good. And what they got him out in space was pretty, pretty, you know, it's looking like Deuce Vaughn, a little jitterbug. Uh, it was fun. I just want to see him kind of keep getting the ball a little bit, at least
0: my um, start the up Broderick Jones once again yeah. but actually Joey Porter Jr. who only played 7 snaps in week 1 only 14 in week 2 had a PBU against the Browns in week 2 and ended the game with his coverage mm-hmm. rep against the Browns the, where people are freaking out and saying uh DPI but I don't think so
1: good play good play I, I'm glad you snuck play these guys against
0: the Raiders the Raiders suck who cares Tyree Wilson not very good <laughs>
1: i'm going uh yeah he's not i'm going double uh double up on the same team too Offensive of lineman defensive player uh with the jets uh get let's get joe Tittman in the game uh both Lakin and tomlinson and connor mcgovern have been pretty rough for the jets get titman in there either spot i don't care get him in either spot let's see what he can do preferably center um let's see you draft him before and flip side we talked about this earlier off show will mcdonald's a healthy scratch What's yeah. with, what's with that? Why are you why are you take him that early? If he's gonna be a healthy scratch. Why do you um, have
0: two healthy scratches at pass rush for two weeks in a row? Him and Isaiah Foskey.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. That's so are weird. You curse. I don't know, and I don't I don't I didn't check the snap counts, but I didn't notice Fosky Monday night. So Me he did play. He did play, but yeah, I don't know.
0: Strange. All right. Well, enjoy watching Bryce Young stink it up against Seattle.